feedback cultivation in the real estate space, how to generate more reviews from the business you're already getting. And guys, this is table stakes, right? This is non-negotiable stuff that you have to be doing as the big names, the billion dollar companies come in and start to take your lunch, okay? Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. We'll probably have another, you know, 15, 20 people join on in the next like minute and a half. But uh, I'm excited because those of you guys who are here, we've got a special guest host today. So normally I do Tuesdays, but today we've got a guy that I think I might have given you this nickname, but I'm hoping that it sticks forever and ever. We're going to call him the Mr. Wizard of Real Estate. How many of you remember? I'm, I'm 41 years old. So if those of you on camera, if you're not on camera, turn your camera on. It's going to be a fun one, right? Those of you who have got your camera on, James, Yakiko, Brandy. Good morning, guys. Sean, Terry. What's up, guys? All right. So raise your hand if you remember. I'm 41 years old. How many of you remember Mr. Wizard from our childhood? Anyone remember Mr. Wizard? Two of us. No? You go, no, you don't like Mr. Wizard or you don't remember him? Oh, I don't remember him. Okay. So don't go Google him now. Don't go looking. Mr. Wizard was one of these iconic figures from my childhood because he took complicated scientific ideas and broke them down into step-by-step things for kids and it made them fun. Like he was just a cool, like he, okay, I'm a, I was a nerdy kid, so I thought he was cool, but like, I thought that like- I really, He was like an angry Mr. Rogers. <laughs> he, like, he yelled at the kids when they would do things wrong. It was hilarious. <laughs> he had personality. Like, he wasn't nerdy. He was, like, he, he was real. Like, if you go watch him. So our guest host today is a gentleman named David Tam, who's probably never been introduced in this fashion before, right? He's done a lot of public speaking. So David, actually, he served for our country. He was uh, related to our national defense. He can tell you about his background there. And after being responsible for missiles and things like that in our country, he decided to get into the, the ever less stressful field of real estate. And he runs probably, I don't, I, by last count, was it what, 13 different technology companies? Yeah, 13 different technology companies in the real estate sector. He does real estate consulting. One of the coolest things in terms of, for you guys that'll impact your life, he runs a team of data scientists that do analytics on the real estate industry. They write white papers, like PhD level white papers. He's probably one of the smartest human beings I've ever met in our field. And he happens to be a friend of mine. So I'm like, dude, will you jump on Agent Power Huddle? And he's like, yeah, what should we talk about? I'm like, whatever you want. So here's, so here's what we came up with. How many of you know, show of hands, that you really should be getting a lot of reviews when you do transactions? Raise your hand. Only two of you. Okay, so for everybody else, let me just break it down for you. You want to get reviews. That's it. End of story. Like, do you, really, are you guys not raising your hand or do you not know you need reviews? Raise your hand if you know you need reviews in this day and age. Okay, thank you. Like, how many of you guys have ever bought like anything more than a pack of gum without checking reviews first? Every single human being on the planet reads reviews for everything. We need them too. And David has a really, really unique strategy for cultivating reviews that works whether you're a buyer's agent, a solo agent, a team leader. Like, they wrote a white paper on this that is just amazing. So, without further ado, David, I mean, I can be here to interact, but I'm going to turn it over to you. And uh, this is this is all you. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the introduction, and thanks everybody for being here. Really appreciate it. See some smiles. Some people look a little confused. <laughs> All right. So, yes, that's great. We, uh, great introduction, Jesse. I appreciate it. Um, we were also the founders of Firepoint Solutions. So, 
I don't know, top five real estate CRMs in the country. Um, my brother ran a huge real estate team here in Colorado while I was buzzing around in Afghanistan and Syria and all that good stuff. And then uh, I you know, started to help build Firepoint from the ground up and where I found my love for real estate, right? Because it's, it's kind of the last bastion in the US economy that's completely unrefined, right? It's very fragmented and there's not a lot of data and science to prove what you should be doing compared to like FinTech or, you know, pharmaceutical or whatever other industry. Right. And so that's where I fell in love with kind of the analytics and the data and technology side of real estate. And we've been helping people all over the country, us and Canada, actually um, just with best practices and, and actual actionable intelligence to better your business. Right. So we can talk about a lot, but I figure the best use of everybody's time this morning is for the next, whatever, 15, 20, 25 minutes, talk about, Feedback cultivation in the real estate space, how to generate more reviews from the business you're already getting. And guys, this is table stakes, right? This is non-negotiable stuff that you have to be doing as the big names, the billion dollar companies come in and start to take your lunch. Okay. One of the only things that you're going to be able to do to position yourself organically to continue to generate more business from your current line of business and future business is your reviews. And I'm not just talking on Zillow, right? I'm talking on Google, on Facebook, on Yelp, on Nextdoor, all the other venues where you should be pushing reviews and you're in control, right? A lot of, how many of you, seriously, raise your hand. You just ask after the fact for feedback. You ask, ask for a 30 day retrospective. Hey, would you mind giving us a review? Does anybody do that? Right. Does anybody just not ask for reviews at all? They just get them a, yeah. And that's okay too. That's where we all start. What I'm going to do today is give you some tools. All right that you can, you can cherry pick whatever's a good cultural fit for you, whatever you feel, you know, feels good, feels right, do that, but measure the results. Okay. And then start to improve upon that based on the baseline you created today. I want today's conversation to change the rest of your real estate career. Seriously. Okay. So this is interactive. Interrupt me. You're not going to offend me. If you have questions throughout the conversation, I'm going to interrupt you. That was a bold statement. So don't, already, don't you guys already love how he thinks? What did you just say? You said you want this to what? What's the goal for the, for the next 20 minutes? I don't remember. <laughs> he said, this is going to impact the rest of your career, guys. You all look very serious. I know you're like, okay, wait. But like, I'm telling you, this is spending time with David every single time I do changes the trajectory of my business in a positive way. I'm telling you, this is going to help you guys make more money and less time. All right. Rock we're, roll, we're not just making stuff up, right? We're not just... And you see a lot of that in the real estate space. Oh, I worked for me 20 years ago, so it'll work for you. Like wrong. Like the market has changed. It changed five months ago, cataclysmically. And most people have no idea, right? Like the Google algorithm completely turned on its head. And most people are like, it still works. You know, it, it, it doesn't. So we have data science PhDs. We've got researchers. We've got an economist that, that work with us to give you guys the research, the actual intelligence, right? And so let's talk about feedback cultivation in the real estate space. I'm gonna ask one thing of you. Don't ask for a review. Don't use the R word. It is a slap in the face to somebody that just made the largest purchase of their entire life, probably saved up their entire life to do business with you. And you just asked them for a review like they bought a can of Coke, okay? So what I would implore that you do is I see Whitson, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? What I suggest you do is pull back a little bit. Think about the transaction itself. And when I talk about marketing, marketing is the intersection of human psychology and business acumen and expertise, right? I just quoted myself. So, and, but that's where it comes in for feedback cultivation to ask for a review. So let's look at the listing side of the transaction, okay? On the listing side, 
somebody's going to sell their house, there's typically four to six points of maximum excitement, maximum enthusiasm during that transaction, right? And you probably know them. Every single here, person here probably knows them. It's when the home first gets listed. It's on Zillow. I can find it. I'm up at two in the morning looking at my own house. So, you know, it's exciting. When somebody gets an offer on the house, even if it's not the offer, I've got something somebody wants, right? That's exciting when they get the offer. When we're at the closing table, popping bottles of champagne, money's landing in bank accounts, everybody's happy, hopefully, right? Um, retrospective. So like they've actually, they're in the house now. They've got money in the account. And then I'd like to do kind of a 90 day, maybe a 60 day, just depending on what's a good cultural fit for you. Once the boxes are unpacked, they're having a glass of wine, they're at their new job, kids are in the new school, whatever that looks like. How are things going, right? At every point of maximum excitement, you have the opportunity to ask for feedback, not a review. Hey, Jesse, I know that we just got our first offer on the house. It's five or it might not be the offer. Is there anything that we could have done to make this process easier for you and your family? Simple as that. Just a question. How do we do? Right. And if it's good or if it's bad, it's good for you because if it's bad, no, nah, it actually, that transaction paperwork thing was a pain in the butt and it was very confusing. And I, that just makes you better as long as you're open to improve. Right. Or if it was good, no, it was awesome. We're so excited. Hopefully we get one for 20 over, right? Um, let them say the words. Once they've said the words, human psychology dictates that they're going to be more apt to give you a feedback and document and put their name to it, right? And so, so we do that. Let's pause for a minute. Take a minute and think, where do I want to push that review? Because you're in control. Don't just say, oh, yeah, they can find me on Zillow. That's not going to happen. <laughs> right? yeah. So there are four, maybe five different venues where you can push them. And you may, well, may want to write these out, right? You probably already know them. Google, Facebook, Zillow, Yelp. That's a special one. We'll talk about that one at the end there because we don't really care about amassing reviews on Yelp. We just want to get on the board, right? And then there's other, Nextdoor, all those, right? Have a destination premeditated and decided upon before you push them and ask for the review. I said it, right? The feedback. <laughs> so, and, and, and what you can do there is, okay, let's say, for instance, we want to rotate through. Let's say you're heavy on Zillow, but you're lacking on Google and Facebook. That's probably 90% of people on the call today, right? It's, we've got a bunch of Zillow reviews. Our Google is pretty much null. Facebook, man, don't even know. Maybe not on Yelp. Okay. So let's decide where you are not and do a competitive analysis. Do some soul searching and think, who are my three to four, maybe five competitors? Go look at them on Google and Facebook and Zillow and Yelp. Okay, and then do a little chart on a piece of paper and figure out where you need to be on the board. Okay, and what you'll find is sometimes surprising. We do this as part of our audit process when we go and you know work with somebody to help them generate more reviews. So, hey, listen, you're totally lopsided. You're all over Facebook, but you're nowhere on Google. Okay, or you're real heavy on Zillow and you've got nothing on Yelp. Okay, so you need to decide where to push them. Have the link decided upon. And then headers and footers of your email, closing paperwork, your business cards, a canned text message, your email drip campaigns, push them there. Okay. And you can rotate. Like we've got a client I did a webinar with yesterday. They're rotating quarterly. So right now it's Google quarter. They went from three to 103 Google reviews in the last six months, right? Off of 200 transaction, they have a 50% capture rate. That's really good. Right, because even if you do ask them and the transaction was awesome, half the people you ask aren't gonna do it. So you've gotta follow up with them, right? So let's talk about that. When you ask for that feedback, you've gotta then follow up on it like it's a million dollar listing because it probably could get you another one, right? So how do we do that? 
you've got to make sure if you're managing your leads in a CRM that you have a note in there that says, hey, transaction closed, ask for review on X date. Okay. And then set yourself a reminder or a drip note or whatever that looks like and whatever. Go ahead, Jesse. I just, I just want to, I just want to check in and see how many of you have as part of your transaction workflow, a reminder that says get feedback cultivation as part of a automated. I want to see show of hands. Let's see how many we got. I saw Terry. Terry raised his hand. Yep. I got Zach. Okay. All right. So that's two out of however many. People so, here. so, so if you get nothing else out of this talk and you do that one thing, you just remind yourself, to cultivate feedback. Notice I'm trainable. I'm not saying the, word, the R word anymore, right? You cultivate feedback. There you go. That's yeah. going to make a dramatic impact right there. Oh, and Jason Thorman typed in the box. We got the third person. Jason. Yeah, Jason does as well. Awesome. So right, cool. great. So, so we, we, we're asked, we've asked for the feedback. We've shown them where to go. And now it is totally allowable to incentivize that. So we have one client. He's got, and this is, this is awesome. You're going to want to write this down. He's got a private VIP Facebook group of past clients and raving fans. Okay. So if you've done business with me, we'd like to involve you in our community. And what we're going to do here is give you insider information, listings that are coming on the market before they go on Zillow. Heck, we do quarterly movie ticket giveaways just for being part of the organization. You can come in here and ask questions. We're going to do a happy hour every six months over at XYZ restaurant. Okay. Make them part of your sphere. They start inviting their family in. they start inviting their friends in. And then every single prospect that you've done business with or plan to do business with, i.e. they're under contract, you're nurturing them, get them in there, right? And, and have some content release schedule to incentivize that behavior. What we're doing here is positioning ourselves to generate PCSY business and not have to go pay for leads, okay? That's where I wanna position everybody on this call is to get you ranking organically and get you repeat business so you don't have to go scratch a lottery ticket hoping it's a good lead, okay, ever again. So that's the feedback cultivation thing in a nutshell. It works on the buyer side as well. So the points of maximum excitement are nearly the same, but they're different because it's the buyer transaction. So when my home first goes on the market, when I have my first showing, when I get my, you know, whatever those are, um, when I go put an offer on a house, you have the opportunity as the buyer agent to ask for feedback. Okay. Now there are some <laughs> individuals out there who run their business a certain way and they're able to get multiple reviews. I said it again, multiple <laughs> pieces of feedback from a single transaction. Okay. So if any of you guys know Joe Manausa down in Florida, he gets two to three reviews per transaction because he's asking at multiple points in time. You also have the ability for cross-court. For those of you that don't have a massive team, there's this thing called cross-court feedback cultivation where, Jesse, let's say for instance, you're, you're my ISA or you're my listing agent and I'm the broker owner or vice versa. It doesn't really matter. If you're out there on the road and doing a good job and you're showing homes and you're getting homes listed, I have the opportunity to ask for feedback for you. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I know Jesse's been doing a great job. Is there anything else that he could have done better you know, to make this process easier for you? Let them give the feedback. If you're out there being a, you know, a jackass, we can definitely course correct that. If not, you're amazing at your job, which I know you are. Is there any way that we could get that documented on Facebook or Google or whatever that is? push them, send a text, give the email. We're just trying to help them out. When it comes from a philanthropic standpoint, people are more apt to do it, right? Because they think they're doing something nice for somebody else. I love it. And does every agent on this call have access to someone else that could help them like that? Yeah. And, but then they do it back. So at the end of the transaction, at the very end for the retrospective, I know David was uh, trying to kind of hold the hand through the transaction and everything went really well. Is there anything that David could have done better for right? And then you can get an additional transaction. If your family's happy, if the kids like the new school, heck, they can hop on and give a review as well if they'd like, 
right? No pressure. I'm serious, man. We have husband and wife duos that give multiple reviews for a single transaction all the time, all the time, okay? Negative reviews. Let's talk about that. <laughs> How are we on time, Jesse? Yeah, got 15 minutes. You're good. Love it. Love it. So it's going to happen, guys. We know that every transaction isn't going to be that five-star unicorn. It just, some deals fall apart, right? And it's, it's sometimes out of your control and you're going to get a negative review. So let's, let's talk about how to handle that. The first thing to do, and this is just my opinion based on research, is... Cry uncontrollably? Yeah, well, first cry, obviously, uncontrollably, yeah. right? Then after five to seven days of crying uncontrollably, then you want to... No, what you want to do is pause. Pause for a minute, because we are emotional beings ruled by our psychology. And you want to defend yourself. And oftentimes that becomes combative. And a lot of you've been, been in business a really long time. You probably already know this. Just take a step back, breathe, get a second set of eyes, right? Then what you need to do is go in and actually look at the transaction. Because a lot of times it's not going to be you. It's going to be one of your agents. It's going to be an ISA. It's going to be something that went wrong. Get some germane data around what happened, whether it's talking to the agent or the ISA. And then in a non-confrontational, not apologetic way, assess the situation and respond. And I come from restaurants, right? So I worked as a cook and uh, I almost said chef, I was not a chef, I worked as a cook and, uh, and a bartender for a long time. And if there was ever a table that was really unhappy because we nuked their steak or something like that and they ordered it rare, um, you always approach the table kind of hat in hand. Listen, I know we're extremely busy right now. I, obviously you can see that. I'd love to make it up to you. If you please give us the opportunity, here's a gift card for your next meal. You know, just be genuine and sincere right? But you don't need to kiss their feet and grovel, right? Because we're business people, we're professionals, and we want to take care of them. And a lot of times, if it's just that, that person to person communication, you can get on the phone, a lot of times they'll renege that review. Okay. And I've seen it a lot of them pulling negative reviews, which you can do on Google. Okay. Um, if not, a lot of times, if you come to them and explain the situation as if a third party was reading that review, they don't respond, right? Because it's going to make them look like a jackass. And, and they don't want that either. Right. And so, what modern research shows, okay, from MIT, from Stanford, is that responding to reviews is as important as the review itself, right? Millennials care. Millennials really, really care about your reviews. And it's going to be one of the largest sources of your business in the coming five to 10 years, is your reviews. Can, 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 you, can you explain more of that? So, so I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm seeing some serious faces. Is, is this making sense, guys? Do you guys like this? Raise your hands. Yep. Okay, cool. So, so why do you say responding to reviews is as important and how is this going to be the, the, a huge source of business for people? When you engage your client base, your customers for the largest purchase that they ever made in a temporally sensitive, right? So recent, don't go back five years from now. Thanks for doing business with us. Right. But you can go, you can go back six months. That's okay. Hey, we're just, and, and respond to those reviews. But what I do is with my morning coffee as my part of my morning routine, so I wake up, I play with my dog a little bit, and then I check my reviews, <laughs> right? And if I've got any, I respond to them. And go to, go to Google Cast Services, right? We don't have a ton of reviews because I've never actually implemented this for this business, but we have for several others, and it works extremely well. And I spend time to thank them, to maybe shed a little bit of light about the transaction or whatever we did you know, for that individual, so that others can see, wow, these people really, really care, and they're engaged, and they remember. And they're giving responses within 24 hours of the review. I mean, that matters. That is a direct reflection of you as a business professional to somebody my age. Okay? It's important. 
Do you think it's because the dynamic has changed in terms of humans engaging with a company versus humans engaging with a person and that authenticity is not a part of this? It could be, I don't know. And I, I could hypothesize about it, but listen, Jesse, I talked to you last night. It's like, do you have any ideas for uh, the next doctoral research paper? Yahtzee. Let's, we can do research on that. We can look at, you know, a thousand data points or 10,000 data points and interview the respondents and, and create a conclusion. You know, that, hey, this is important because X, Y, Z. I love it. And now, do you guys understand this? Is this making sense of how this is going to help you make more money and really generate some transactions? Yes? Yeah. All right, cool. Guys, and if you want to see this in action, um, there's, a, there's a guy, uh, David Zargami. I'm going to mess up the spelling of his last name, but he's down in Sarasota, Florida. We're going to post um, a couple of, I interviewed him yesterday about this process. Literally, he took all of these ideas and he just ran with it. He went out in the left field at 90 miles an hour, right? And now he's got this crazy system where he's asking at points of maximum enthusiasm, but he's also rewarding the agents, right? So every Monday morning, he does these like, they put the reviews up on the big screen. He's got gift cards in his hand, right? And they're reading the reviews and they're giving everybody attaboys, right? And celebrating this as a piece of their culture. What do you think that does for his retention? What do you think it does for his morale? What do you think it does for his recruiting capabilities when he's able to show that to agents that are looking to make a move, right? It's not just your bottom line. It's all of the other affiliated bottom lines as well that this can impact. I love it. Does anyone have questions, by the way? I have plenty of questions, but you guys have, have questions? Go ahead, Brandy. I put it in the chat, but when you're asking for feedback, are you sending them the links for Zillow, Yelp, et cetera? Or are you just sending them, hey, I, I just wanted to have feedback on the transaction and let them email you back? Can you explain that? Great question. So I, I find providing the path of least resistance gets the best results. So what I would do is have that link ready to go. So you copy paste it, have it in your email, have it in a text, have it in your you know, drip campaign of your CRM. Once you've asked for the feedback and they've gotten a positive response, you're actually gonna make the ask. Yes, you need to provide them like, awesome. So I'm just going to shoot you a link over to Zillow really quick. And I'll, I'll remind you in an email in the next few days. No stress about it though, right? Like we want this to be a low pressure environment because when we can lower the temperature of the water, people are more apt to jump in. Okay. Does that answer your question in totality? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you leverage, do you have any preference on leveraging out? There's lots of outside companies that help with feedback cultivation. Do you, do you think that's worth it? Do they make sense? Do you think people should do it on their own? Any opinions on that? Jesse, I'm a control freak. So I like to do it on my own. Um, there are companies like BirdEye or whatever that automate the review. In my opinion, that's like buying a can of Coke. It's, it's, that's an appropriate tool if you just went and bought some tube socks at Walmart. But if you just laid down a quarter of a million dollars you know, that you saved your entire life for maybe a personal ask and not just a random third party <laughs> would be more appropriate. Yeah. And, and it's funny you say that because I actually give as a housewarming gift, a pair of tube socks to everybody who buys a half a million dollar house in my market. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Does that, does, is that a good answer to the question? It is. It was perfect. And, and I love that you're a control freak because that's how you end up with systems like this. Something we're going to do, by the way, guys, on a future call is David's and his company, Cast Services, did a free web audit for my company, to, for my sales team in San Diego, right? He ripped apart our web presence and everything in a, in a nice, helpful way. No, I'm serious. And so at some point, we'll come on and we'll actually have him present to you guys the analysis they did on our team here in San Diego. And if it's something you guys want, they do a free web audit. Like it's just part of what they offer because they have a team of people. And during COVID, they've had some extra bandwidth. They're like, 
you want us to go give an analysis of how you do in bit like right is that do you still have bandwidth for that david yeah yeah totally so we'll, we'll probably have to cap it like i don't know because i know you have a large organization all of you guys do right because you're super successful maybe like 10 a week or something like that yeah but during covid we just started hiring people up and training them to do really cool stuff you know because we could so yeah free audits you can call me the digital oprah how about that <laughs> The digital Oprah. I kind of like that. I st- I'm still, I still like four minutes with the Mr. Wizard of real estate, but the digital Oprah works too. I like okay. that. Yeah. So seriously, anybody like shameless plug, if you want to go check out what we're all about, cast.services. Um, if you want to learn more or anything, there's contact forms there, zero pressure. Um, we also have some really awesome like testimonial videos and technology and artificial intelligence SEO stuff we're doing over on our Facebook page, cast services, LLC. Yeah, but does anybody else have questions? Seriously, the next five minutes, what can I answer for you? Everybody good? Okay. I think I, I think have a question. All... Go ahead, Terry. Uh, so on the reviews, uh, we're talking about it being very specific to the millennial. How do you feel about leaving a video reply instead of a text reply? Totally acceptable. I, all I want to do is give you the ingredients. You go bake your cake. Whatever's a good cultural fit for you right? Video is fine. Text is fine. Messenger pigeon, whatever. And I'm just saying millennials are the meat of the bell curve in the next five to 10 years, but we still have to accommodate the senior citizens and the 19 year olds that have a trust fund and just bought a house, right? That's okay too. Awesome. If nobody has a question, what's up with this? Oh, did you just, who asked that? I love it. Which, which did, so, which is hilarious. Cause yesterday I literally said, tell me a story. And you're like, let me tell you a story of the Sasquatch. Here we go. Can, is it, is it more I, than a four minute story? I don't have, I don't have time in four minutes to tell you about Sasquatch, but I do. Right. So I had a top secret above the top secret security clearance. You know, I was a, an air force aviator, combat aviator, director of training. Um, and I believe in aliens and Sasquatch. We'll just be very clear about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody's like, we're out. You, 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 you have the same clearance, Chris. Yeah, Chris, Chris, by the way, has the same clearance. You guys can connect. I'll connect you guys, I'll connect you guys offline. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. Yeah. And you believe in him, too. I can see the smile. He's like, yep. <laughs> Everybody is in the know that knows. <laughs> Anything else I can help you with? If you have more questions about this, you probably will, right? That's the way thoughts work is they germinate and then they bubble up and you reach out. Seriously, send me a, a Facebook message or sh- hit me up on the website and I'm more than happy to hop on with you guys and talk for another little bit about, you know, refining the strategy for, for your market, okay? Yeah. I do have another question. Yeah. There are so many um, out there. There's Zillow, Yelp. There's so many of them that we send. How do you determine which one to send to them? Okay, I'm going to pull something up really quick. Am I allowed to share my screen? You should be able to. Okay. Um, give me two seconds here. I'm going to pull up my sample web audit that I use when I'm showing people what this product is. Okay. And there's a section. Oh dear. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull it up in time. Um, so, so the deal is what you need to do is create a rubric like I was talking about and name all of the, the primary, the big five, right? Facebook, Google, Facebook, Google, Zillow, Yelp, Nextdoor, meh. Um, and then look at your reviews, how many you have on those, and then look at your closest two to five competitors, how many they have on those. That's the business intelligence to give direction of where you want to put those reviews, right? And what you will typically find is you're super lopsided on Zillow or you're super lopsided on Google, right? And Facebook gets forgotten, Yelp gets forgotten. And there's going to be more, right? There's going to be more social platforms that come out in the next five to 10 years. And we need to make sure to sink our fangs into those when they appear, okay? So based off of where you are lacking compared to your competition or just in general is where you need to push them. 
right? Because you're in control. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Thank you. Yeah. And what we're going to do, David, we'll make sure that you're part of the Agent Power Huddle. Jen, I'll come to you in just a sec. I'll make sure you're part of Agent Power Huddle Facebook group so that if people do also, they can also, we can we'll post this recording. Will people have questions? We can tag you in there. Go ahead. Yeah. You got a question, Jen Hill? Do. Hi. Um, I believe in aliens and Sasquatch too, number okay. one. Okay. Um, also, what if uh, you, uh, I'm in Oregon. Hey. Oh, um, so you totally believe in Squatch. Love it. Yeah. Yep. I got salt and pepper shakers. What? Um, (laughs) Hey, so I'm horrible. This is funny. You're on this call because I've been talking about this recently about, I put it on my goal list. I need to start getting reviews. I never ask for reviews ever. So I've got lots of past clients that were super duper happy, but it's been a while, you know? So now what? Yes. Retrospective. So what I call this is post retrospective, right? So they're older than six months. Totally okay as part of your, because you should be nurturing these people anyway, right? They're on a drip campaign, right? Right? Okay, so perfect. As one of your drip campaigns, I don't know, nine months or a year or two years after, listen, I just want to check in, right? Get something germane about that current transaction. Listen, I know you got that six foot fence because of the Great Danes. How's the house working out? Is there anything else we can do better for you? Let them respond. No, everything's awesome. Cool. Hey, listen, we're just doing this effort to grab some reviews get some feedback on Google, Facebook, Zillow, wherever you want them. Would you mind? Here's a link. Also, here's our private VIP Facebook group. How cool is that? That they can go ahead and join. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. If you did a good job, if you didn't leave them alone. Okay. I love it. We are, we are out of time, but here, I want to do some market research. Ready for this? Watch this, David. So if we launch a show with David called four minutes with the Mr. Wizard of real estate, he was dropping on a regular basis some little tips and nuggets that are actionable and tactical. Would you guys check those out as we drop them? Raise your hand. I got one hand. All right. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's, been, that's been this idea I keep telling. Like, dude, all right, so we're going to launch this thing called Four Minutes with the Mr. Wizard of Real Estate. And on a regular basis, we'll just be dropping these uh, little, little clips in there. So guys, we got one more day before Thanksgiving. So we'll be here tomorrow morning. David, this is awesome. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate so it. So good. So good. I love it. Thank you for being here. And everybody, enjoy your Tuesday. And uh, Krista Mayshore will be here tomorrow morning. That was the last day before Thanksgiving. Brandy? Take care, guys. everyone. All right, bye, guys. 